0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to We Live on a Planet, an unedited, unscripted, one-and-done podcast that I like to call a personal journal with a variety show flair. Yeah. And this is episode 569 that we are working on today. And I'm titling this one, Hard to be Happy. And it is hard to be happy sometimes. It's Thursday, and it is October twenty. What is today's date? Twenty seventh, October twenty seventh already, two thousand twenty two. It's forty seven degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like forty one. Highs going to be about fifty four degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the northwest, seventeen miles per hour. Celsius that's ten degrees. Feels like seven. Highs going to be about eleven. Winds are out of the north, west, twenty-seven kilometers, kilometers per hour. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's we had a, a nice little warm stint, which was nice. We had uh, yesterday was about seventy-three degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius. I don't have that conversion done but it was nice and toasty it felt good and we've had some nice days the next couple days are supposed to be chilly but winter is in the air it is october 27th already i can't believe that 2022 is already knocking or towards the end that we're almost at 2023 already wow hard to believe all right stick stick around when we come back we'll dive into our quote on explain the reason why we're titling this one hard to be happy. We'll be right back. All right. The reason people find it so hard to be happy is they always seem see the past better than it was, the present worse than it is, and the future less resolved than it will be. Marcel, Pargno. Pagno, Pagno, Marcel Pagno. The reason people find it so hard to be happy is they always see the past better than it was, the present worse than it is, and the future less resolved than it will be. Isn't that the truth? I know I do that myself. I have to work on that. I'm constantly trying to work on mindfulness and be in the moment right now. It happens to be early in the morning on a Thursday when I'm recording with you. And I have in my show notes written in front of me, Thursday, October 20th, I was going to come out and talk to you. And I had a hard time, got into a deep depression and just really was depressed, had a hard time doing anything. And then the next day I had was the 22nd. I was planning on doing a show and still was in that funk depression, couldn't get out of it, had a hard time even getting out of bed. Wasn't sleeping, but just not feeling just really, really down. And then I had uh, October 25th written down. So I was planning on coming and talking to you the 25th. And here it is, the 27th. And, you know, I'm happy I'm doing it. I'm, I'm happy that I'm doing it because it's important for me to come out and talk to you consistency is everything in a podcast and I've been really lacking with we live on a planet's consistency and this baby was born in 2017 and I and I've watched it growing up and now that I've just not taken care of it the way I should and it's still just a baby it still needs to be burped once in a while and fed and pampered and I'm not doing that and so oh well I had a cough come out of, a rogue cough come out of nowhere. Let me get a sip of my coffee. I love having this RODECaster Pro too, though, because I could just mute my mic real quick so I didn't have to cough in your face. Okay, did you, um, I was wondering, did you did you have a chance to check out episode 568? That was my interview with my wife, Kimberly. We really enjoyed our talk. That was a lot of fun. We shared a mic right here using the Rodecaster Pro 2, but it worked out fine. It seemed to work out fine for the quality. It was about 30 minutes, and it's funny because we gave the name of her art website, and as soon as we published it, either that day or uh, a day later, she changed the name to her website. It was Shock DK Designs, and now it's Shock DK Art, and uh, it's still a little not d- difficult to find, but you have to type in Universe. Dot whatever. So it's still easiest to go to my website to find my wife's artwork. <clears throat> Excuse me, and from there you can just follow her URL. Once you get the website. But my website is W-L-O-A-P dot com. And Popple is an app that I use that has a little QR code on your phone. And they just had an update where you can have the QR on your lock screen on your home iPhone with, as a widget. So now you don't even have to unlock your phone to be able to share your website with somebody. So I'm looking forward to be able to share my website with just uh, using my phone instead of having to hand out a business card, which I do have business cards, but I'm getting low on them. I have a bunch of them made, but I have judgmental spelt wrong, and that bothers me. You would think judgmental would be spelt with an E, And it's not. There's no E in there. And I had Judgmental spelt on my cards. Be curious, not Judgmental, on the back. And I have it J-U-D-G-E, Mental, M-E-N-T-L, you know. And it just isn't spelt right. And so I had a bunch more made up, and then I had them made with, like, pearl instead of matte finish, and they looked nicer, but I'm getting low, so I'm going to have to get a hold of Vista Print and get some more cards made. I did have some QR codes printed up and then laminated. My wife has a laminating machine, and I'd like to hand them out to a couple businesses that would be willing to put them in their right at their register for a week or so and just say hey can I just put this here for a week just to see what traffic it gets to see if it gets any pops that's what they call it when you get scanned pop all right stick around we'll be right back I got a lot more catching up with you to do So since we were win away, the Buffalo Bills won their game, which I'm really happy for. They had a bye week, but they won their game. So yay, Buffalo. It was a close game, 24 to 20. I love watching when games are that close, though. They're fun to watch. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, he's really good. The whole team's really good. It's crazy. One of the players for the Bills, Jordan Poyer he had rib injuries and he was un, he wasn't cleared by the doctors to fly but he wanted to play anyway so he drove 15 hours to Kansas City to be able to play because he wasn't able to fly cuz of rib injury and now uh this weekend upcoming weekend they play Green Bay who is currently i think 3 and 3 and the Buffalo Bills are currently 5-1. and one. Yay, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Buffalo, last I knew, was favored to win the the Super Bowl, them or uh, Tampa Bay. But I, I still hope Buffalo does it. Man, I would love to see them. I watched them go to the Super Bowl four years in a row and then lose every year, and that was miserable miserable to just watch them lose four years in a row they're the only team though in the NFL to go to the uh Super Bowl four years in a row so that right there is an accomplishment means they won their division and the championship four years in a row so nobody's done that ever winter is coming like I told you the temperature earlier and uh you can feel it didn't feel like it last week, but you can feel the dampness in the house in the mor- this morning. And uh, I got to get the back porch ready. If you follow the show, you know I wrap that with plastic, clear plastic wrap so you can see right through it. And it just keeps the snow out from my uh, lawnmower, my trimmer, and a couple other things. I got a sip of my coffee. Hold on. yeah so um what else has been going on oh geez listen to this the neighbor's car was stolen yeah neighbor's car a bunch of people's cars on my street were that were unlocked were gone through and my neighbor who's like four houses down from us or up from us depending on where you're standing in my house, I consider four houses up from me. He had his car stolen, and unfortunately, the reason why is he he left his keys in it. Yeah. I just must have been an accident on his part because in today's day and age, you can't leave your keys in your car because it, it was a... He got it back like four or five days later, but it was a twenty twenty Camaro, so those are hard to break into or hard to hotwire, or break into unless you have the key. You're not taking that car. And next couple nights n- near us, the streets were quote unquote hit by random people going in. It was happened to be Dirt Week that week in Oswego too, so Dirt Week. Brings in a lot of people. If you're like, what is dirt week? It has to do with motor car racing. There's the Swiggle Speedway not too far from where I live, and it's an asphalt track, a short asphalt track. But they bring in loads of dirt and put it down. They put this layer over the asphalt and then they put this loads of dirt down, and then they have cars that ride on the dirt. And it, it's uh, sponsored by Napa, which is a automotive automo- automotive manufacturer parts supplier, and it just brings in all kinds of people. But it could have been locals. Who knows? It's just you can't you can't leave your keys in anything nowadays. You can't. When I was growing up, I would leave my keys right in my car, right in the ignition, in my driveway out in New Haven, New York. It was where I grew up, kick stones there for years, and that's just what you did. If they weren't in the car, they were right above the visor, and it's just what I did. I grew up that way, but can't do that now. No siree, Bob. (laughs) I sounded so old-school there. (laughs) Oh, I'm dating myself. Okay, hold on, we'll be right back. I got more to talk about. Speaking of cars being broken into and everything, during the break, I could just hear in the distance, and it's early here in the city of Oswego, I could hear some sirens. So I doubt it was anybody broken into, but I could just hear sirens in the background. And I've got my headphones on and everything, but it shows how strong this microphone is. It picks up everything. So congratulations to my youngest daughter and her boyfriend, Malik. They just, Abby and Malik just moved into a house over on the west side of a swigger. We live on the east side. They they have been on on the west side in a small apartment, and now they have a whole house, and it's really cute, really nice, built in 1900, all original floors, just a cute porch, nice upstairs with a deck on the upstairs. They have their own washer and dryer. They didn't have that before. They have a dishwasher, which I don't have, so I'm jealous about that. They have a fully finished attic, which is nice and groovy. They're turning into like uh Zen Den uh, sports slash hippie Zen Den chill out room. The f- former owner had it a, a Buffalo Bills mafia den where he had it all Buffalo Bills out. So the carpet upstairs is really nice, but it's that Buffalo blue carpet I love it (laughs) I would turn it into a Buffalo Bills man cave again Um, but it's really cute I'm just so proud of my daughter and happy for her her and her boyfriend we think the world of her boyfriend he's a great great person A, a nice person to be around um, they've known each other since they were 15 and 16 years old, and they are 26 and 27 years old now, and so they've known each other a long time, they've been together a long time, they've grown together, and I'm just so, as a father, really, really, really proud and happy and uh, I had somebody I can't remember who it was a while ago ask me how do you feel about that? How do you feel about your daughter, move, you know, living with her boyfriend and they're not married? I'm like, what do you mean? How do I? F-? This is a 1900. I feel fine about it. I think that's a really good idea. I think that if you're going to possibly spend the rest of your life with somebody it's a good idea to live with them first and make sure that you're compatible, make sure that everything's going to be that you agree upon the same things as rather than find out a couple months down the road that you really can't stand that they brush their teeth a certain way. <laughs> and you're like, how am I going to deal with this now? So yeah, uh, I'm happy for it. And The future is who knows what the future holds for them. And um, the future looks bright, though. So I'm happy, happy, happy dad. I'm a happy dad anyways. My, My daughters are really good girls, and their boyfriends are really good guys, and I'm real happy with them. Oh, wow. Totally jumping topic, but end of an era. End of an era. I sold Pango, so yay for that. And if you're like, what's Pango? Pango is my stand-up arcade game from 1982. It's a fully operational arcade game that took quarters. It was won in a contest through the first NutraSuite cereal that was ever came out called Halvesies with an H, Have C's, half the sugar, must be, is the reason why they called it, Have C's. And you could win three games. You could win either Star Trek, Zaxxon, or Pango. And a kid in my hometown won Pango. But his family couldn't pay the winning tax on the prize. My brother happened to be friends with this guy, and we... As a family, my parents, we went to them and told them, hey, this is a brand-new arcade game that's still in the crate. Never been played. It was won as a prize. So my parents bucked up and paid the winning tax on it. And um, we got that game, and it's been in my family for 40 years now. And end of an era it's sad to see it go but it's going to be going to a family that's going to be loved and it's going to be restored it doesn't need much restoration because it's never been in an arcade so it's in fantastic shape Um, but the guy that's getting it has star trek already from the have see serial contest so he might already have zaxxon he could be trying to complete a collection of these three games that could be won as a prize so uh he's a little bit older than i am so i know it's it's gonna be going to a, a good home a good family but it's still sad nonetheless to me it was always the niftiest thing that i had growing up as a 12 year old kid having an arcade game in the 80s in your house. You were the bomb. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. Access granted. Always to you. All right, let's learn something. instead of me just rambling. One of the things that we do here at We Live on a Planet, besides being your personal journal, the variety show flair comes in when I throw in topics and we talk about things and before we dive into one thing i could make a whole show about this though but uh i was watching a show the other night on tv called the unexplained with william shatner and william shatner he's just so over the top and it was dr mickey makito What the heck is his name? He's an astrophysicist and something else. But he said his prediction was not 99.9%, not 80%, but 100%, he said, certain that in 50 to 100 years, we will make contact with extraterrestrial beings. Damn. Do you believe that or not? I don't, wow. He didn't say 99.9%. He said 100% in 50 to 100 years. So in 100 years, I'm not going to be around. But in 50, technically, I could be. I don't know if I want to be around for another 50 because... I don't know if I want to be 102 years old, that seems kind of old to me, but in 25 years or 20 years, who knows where technology, medically, we can, where we'll be, we're growing organs right now in the lab, you know, we can grow ears and grow them on mice, and pretty soon you'll be growing parts, and you need a new liver or a new heart, you just go, and you're, you're not going to need all those anti-rejection medications because it's yours. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that. That just blows my mind. I don't know. If that's the case, it would flip everything that we know and think of of us. But think of it this way. Maybe we won't get to the History Channel. I don't know. Think of it this way. In in 1995, we found our first exoplanet, which an exoplanet is Earth-like. So it's, we, that was in 1995, we found one. Since then, in 27 years, we found 5,000, 5,000 exoplanets. And they find exoplanets every day. And they're also finding planets that are in what is called, quote unquote, the Goldilocks zone, which is like where we are, where earth is. And so they have this special uh, telescope, the James Webb telescope, that is basically a giant microscope in space. And so it can really look closely at these planets and analyze these planets' chemical compositions of their atmosphere to find out what they're made of. Also, to find out, say they can observe a planet, observe the gases or chemicals that are coming off that planet, and if they are not naturally occurring, In space or in that type of chemical, like Earth right now, Earth, we're spewing out, if you were to observe Earth with the James Webb Telescope, the James Webb Telescope would be able to know, because it's infrared, it's heat, it can see heat, it can see chemical, it it would know that we're giving off greenhouse gases and other chemicals from our manufacturing processes and cars and cows and other things like that. So this telescope would be able to do that with these other exoplanets that they're. this telescope is designed to do. So if it sees these gases or chemicals, then that would be kind of a sure sign that there's something going on down on that planet that there's some kind of civilization that is creating this off-gas. Isn't that fascinating? God, mind blown. Damn. Yeah. 50 to 100 years. Exoplanets. I mean, they. I can remember in 1995 when they found a planet. I'm like, wow, they found an Earth-like planet. And now they, there's over 5,000, and they're finding them every day? And there's how many stars in our universe? And there's now thinking that when you see a star around that star, there's planets around there too. Oh, mind blow. Okay, stick around. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. I'm, I know I'm going off on tangents. I just, I get excited. All right. Let's let it, let's try to learn something. We will get a wrinkle on our brain. We're at this day of history and it's October 27th. On this day at two 35 in the afternoon of October 27th in 1904, New York city mayor, George McClellan takes the controls of the inaugural run of the city's innovative new rapid transit system the subway yeah i have never in my life traveled on a subway isn't that crazy i the closest i can get are like those trams and big airports (laughs) but uh here i am a new yorker i'm a new yorker but i've never been on a subway because i live in central New York, upstate New York, uh, New York city's far away from me, Buffalo and Canada, Canada's closer to me than New York city. All right. What else happened to me on this day? Hello, Canada, by the way, I love you. Great country. Also on this day, cold war. Yeah. 1962 was a really nail biting year. The United States and the Soviet Union stepped back from the brink of nuclear war. We were right on the brink. It was close. I wasn't born, but from knowing history and reading history and knowing of the Cuban Missile Crisis, it was really, really a close one. It could have been world annihilation, that's for sure. All right, here we go. The 1900s, 1990s, excuse me, 1900s, 1990s, 1994. The U.S. prison population exceeds 1 million. Ooh, how depressing. There's a lot of people in prison. I wonder how many there is now. Religion, 1659, Quakers executed for religious beliefs. Well, that's always been going on since the beginning of time. Religion, if you don't believe what I believe or this person doesn't believe in that. Sports, 2004. Red Sox win first championship since 1918. Big win for the Red Sox. U.S. presidents in the United States in 1858. Teddy Roosevelt is born. He's a very beloved president. Invention and Science, 1873, Joseph Gideon, excuse me, Gildon applies for the patent on his barbed wire design. Barbed wire, boy, that really changed. You wouldn't think of a design like that, what that could do to farmlands and prairies and for farmers. Before then, fences were all wooden and time-consuming but to be able to have this barbed wire when i was in tombstone arizona they had a bunch of different early barbed wire designs under glass and it was pretty pretty neat i love learning things anyways all right art literature film history 1970 the year i was born Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber released Jesus Christ Superstar, a concept album. And then it became spun off as a musical and everything. Art, literature, and film and history. 1932, poet Sylvia Plath is born. 1932. I'm not into poetry. I don't read a lot of poetry, but I do like Robert Hunter, his poems. Robert Hunter worked closely with The Grateful Dead. It's funny, too. My youngest daughter just learned last night that The Grateful Dead is not my favorite band. She thought The Grateful Dead was my favorite band. It's Pink Floyd. And Pink Floyd happens to be probably her favorite band, she said. So I love that, and that is crazy. Crime, 1940, mafia boss John Gotti is born. Now, I have a lot of good memories of Grateful Dead, concerts and i went to more grateful dead concerts than i did pink pink floyd concerts i've only been to one pink floyd concert where i've been to several grateful dead shows totally different crowd totally different and then last lastly invention in science in 2006 chick-fil-a founder takes the last ford taurus off the line on october 27 2006 the last Ford Taurus rolls off the assembly line in Harperville, Georgia. The keys of the silver car went to the 85-year-old Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, and also, obviously, a car collector. And uh, that looks like that wraps it up for this day in history, and we get a wrinkle on our brain. Stick around. We'll be right back. Thank you for coming back, and thank you for giving me the most valuable gift you could ever give me today, your time. I appreciate it more than you know. I know it sounds so corny, but it's so true. Before we take off, I'm not going to uh, the fact site, but I did want to go to word of the day. I tried playing it through my Bluetooth, and uh, it's not the Roadcaster; It's just the app right now. The Webster app, uh, but today's work word of the day is a verb, and it's defile. D E F I L E. What it means? Defile means to make something dirty. It can also mean to take away or ruin the purity, honor, or goodness, or of something or someone's importance. Here's an example. Students often threw their trash on the ground, defiling the campus in the process. Defile. We got a wrinkle on our brain. All right, my friends. Thanks so much. Like I said, please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Oh, I wanted to one last one. Did you know? Because I like to do did you knows too. Did you know bananas? and tomatoes are actually berries but strawberries and raspberries are not wrap your head around that and also try to wrap your head around possibly in 50 to 100 years if you believe it we could make contact yeah crazy all right, thanks so much for your time. Like I said, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet, wloa is how you can reach me. I would love to hear from you. There's a little phone icon. Don't forget about my wife's website. Check out her artwork. It's a great gift idea, right, for these upcoming holidays. One of a kind pieces. And um, she's very creative. Check out her stuff. She makes these little magnetic masterpiece minis that are just perfect. The price of them, $4.20. cents, four twenty. You can get one piece of artwork, slap it on your fridge, and now you're all uh, cultured. Yeah. <laughs> all right, stick around. Till next time. I should not stick around. Till next time, be curious and not judgmental, and I'll talk to you again, my friends. Peace.